you, you figure that out real fast. Yes, he, he, he does have a sense of humor. And you know what? After, what is it? 19 minutes of delay, we are actually live. Welcome to the Tesla Talks podcast, everyone. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for joining me and my um, regular cohort, Franklin, also known as Mother Franklin. We have a special guest. Tonight is a special show. It's not just a regular Tesla Talks podcast where we go through the, the Tesla news and all EV news and stuff like that. We have a special guest on tonight that we've devoted the whole entire show just to him, just for him to answer all your questions, all your burning questions. Uh, we've had some questions earlier on throughout the weekend and stuff like that that people have uh, mailed in and, and asked, and we're going to get him to answer them. And before I do any more talking, let me just shut up and introduce this man. He is, if you're from the GTA and you have a Tesla and you've had any kind of mobile service, he is the mobile service god in, in some areas of, of uh, Southern Ontario. His name is Cyril Wheeler. Nice to meet you. Welcome to the Tesla Talks podcast, buddy. No, thank you very much. Thanks for having me. No problem. Uh, thanks for joining us. We had, like I said, there was a delay at the beginning of the show, and I apologize to everyone at home that was waiting uh, patiently. I apologize. We had a little bit of technical difficulties, but we're here um, now. I should apologize because it's my fault. No, no. It's not good. No, you know what? Even if there wasn't technical difficulties, this is, you can ask Franklin, this is normal for the show. <laughs> well, then, yeah, then, it's, then it's really not my fault. Yeah, no, it's not your fault at all. I'm not no, truthfully it's, off air. Dax is asking for some help and, you know, yeah, put a car. That's, that's I was hogging it. Well, to let everyone know a little bit of background, Cyril is a former Tesla mobile technician for here in Southern Ontario. You know, the mobile techs, the guys and girls that. Now, I should ask. Has anyone had a, a female technician come come out? I, I've only had guys, so I don't, I shouldn't be presumptuous to assume that they're all male. Right. We didn't have any in on our, our Ontario team. No. Okay. But I'm, no. But I'm sure down in in, in, down in the U.S. in the U.S. in in Europe oh. anywhere else they have the mobile techs. Right. Um, I'm sure there is. So uh, he is. Uh, he, he's made a name for himself. He's a god. He's uh, unfortunately he's not with Tesla anymore, but he's the, the re one of the reasons he's on the show is obviously to answer all your questions and, and, and help you guys out if you have any kind of little nagging questions with your cars, whether it's uh, and now you, you're, you're quite comfortable in the S, X, and 3, right? You, even the Y a little bit, or, or should we just? Well, even the Y, it's just a. Yeah. A little bit of a three on a tiny bit of steroids. That's it. Exactly. So, so if you have any <laughs> for anyone that's listening or watching live on YouTube, uh, Franklin's got some uh, got the eyes going, and he's gonna field all your questions. And we have a list. Trust us, folks. We have a list of a lot There's of questions. Forty so questions in total. Uh, yeah. we're gonna go through. But if you guys so ask questions, is this a record high? Yeah, yeah. Needless to say, this is definitely <laughs> a record high. Wow. Yeah. So, what I was gonna say, if you guys have questions, if you leave them in the chat, we will. Okay, well, I gotta go now. See you guys later. Thanks very much for having me. Appreciate it. <laughs> this is why I love this guy because I knew sooner or later he'd do that to me. I didn't think he'd do it to me. What? Uh, right. Yeah. Five. Three minutes, minutes and a half. Three, three and a half minutes in. Yeah. Last <laughs> three and a half minutes of my life, I won't get yeah. back. So I'm done. I'm gone. Yeah. <laughs> Plus the nineteen. Great talking to you. Great talking to you. <laughs> no, he's he's this guy's a character, but he is knowledgeable. Let me tell you, when 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 I say he knows Tesla's inside and out, he does. He knows him so well that 
he's actually opened up his own private shop. Now that he's not working for Tesla, he still has the knowledge of Tesla's in his brain. He's, he eats, sleeps, and talks Tesla so much so that he's opened his own shop. Is it safe to say at your place or yeah. nearby your place? It's at my house. Everyone who knows who's been here before it's had his uh, place. knows it's a little bit out of the way for a lot of people, but let's not forget a lot of people come uh you know up to three hours away for this type of service right so you know you're gonna get personal service you're gonna get one-on-one -on -one time with me uh i'm gonna go over your car i'm gonna explain everything in detail as much as i can yep. right uh like i said i don't have all the answers right um but uh obviously i will try to help you along the way but it's you know, um, when I started out with Tesla, it was all about this, all about the customer service, all about interacting and being the best you can be at, at your job. Right. Mm -hmm. yep. So, and that's, that's where I was, that's where I was at. And then as things progressed and the, and the things trended, it started going away from that, like customer experience. And that's not me. Right. And, you know, I worked in dealerships before and, you know, when I see a company trending towards that, it, it it just doesn't sit right with me. So my, uh, my thing was I kind of like build this little hobby shop for myself. Cause most people who know me know I'm a car guy always have been, always will be. Um, and then, uh, you know, when I was done with Tesla and had this shop, it's a couple of people said, Hey, why don't you just start servicing Tesla's now? You know, you're not with them anymore. You know, you love the product, you know, the product, why don't you start doing it? And the first thing that came to my mind was, you know, hell yeah. I can save people a ton of money, right? And, you know, they're going to get that customer experience that they've been used to, you know, when I was on the road with Tesla. But now I'm on my own. It's actually even better. Uh, a gentleman came today from Oakville, sat down with me, you know, brought his dog. And, Oakville? You know, Where's Oakville? Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sorry, did I say Oakville? I meant Jokeville. So anyway, so <laughs> when he came from Jokeville, and, uh, and so he sat down and, you know, you have an experience like, None other, none other, right? Like, you know, we chit chat, we talk, you know, whatever, you know, we talk cars, we talk about, you know, personal life, you know, we talk about whatever makes you feel good, right? Yeah. While your service is getting done. So I'm working away. I'm taking my time. I don't rush anything, right? I don't have these big numbers that I got to pump out and I got to get to the next job, right? I take my time. I do it right. I spend the time with you, you know, so you enjoy your experience. I mean, one guy came down and, uh, you know, I did the, just an inspection on his car, right? And charged him the inspection rate. And I said, listen, if you're not happy with your service, I said, take the money back, <laughs> right? You I can I mean? see, dude. Yeah. I can and, see, dude. Yeah. And he's, okay. Yeah. He's a dentist. He's got lots of money. He don't need no $80 back. But the point being is, I don't, Wait, need, I, I don't need your, I don't need your money if you're I, not going to get value for it. I right? think I know who you're talking about. But no, <laughs> well, let's not use names, but I think yeah, I know we're, not gonna, we're not going to name drop. Well, I the think... whole point was like, and he goes like, oh my God, he goes like, now I know why I came here and why it was worth the drive, right? Like he came, you know, maybe an hour and a half, two hours away. So, yeah. you know, yeah, I'm a one man show. I can't do everything. I try to do as much as I can on my own. Um, but sometimes it's nice to have the person there with me because uh, I need a second person, you know. To, to wiggle a wheel or to find an issue or a problem. So yep. uh, I always prepare people for that anyway. So I said, be prepared, you know, to put on one of my work shirts and some gloves. Get your hands dirty. Yep. Get your hands dirty and we're going to talk to your car together, right? You're still going to pay full rate, but at least you're going to be involved <laughs> in the process, right? 
I love your humor. Yes. So, yes. so yeah, it's good. It's really, really good. And I'm, I'm thankful. I'm blessed for, you know, these people, you know, the clients, you know, I miss them when I, you know, when I left. So I had a, maybe a month and a half, two months lapse between um, putting everything together. But, you know, here I am. So going to make the, the best of it for, for the, uh, for the client and for myself. So it's a win-win, right? I feel like you have a huge advantage too, because you're saying you have casual conversations with whoever you're helping, and I'm sure they have like a lot of uh, Tesla-based questions that you can answer that uh, regular tech wouldn't want to answer because of you know they work for Tesla, right? So uh, it's a huge advantage that you have uh, being so knowledgeable about the cars, being able to answer those questions, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like a lot of things that like that have happened that happened behind the scenes. You know, I can point out to people and say, hey, listen, you know, this is a thing, right? This is, uh, there's a revised part for this or something like that from from what I know, you know what I mean? From yeah. now, from now that they've, uh, from now moving forward, like blacklisting me, I can't really talk to anybody or, you know, no one can reach out to me, any of my, you know, ex-co-workers and stuff like that. So that's okay. You know what? I don't need them. The hell with them. I'll just do it on my own. Yeah. Right? And that and that's, that's normal for any kind of large yeah. corporation. That's not... No, yeah, it's not just Tesla. Yeah, no, no, that's. I I know some corporations where they fire you that day and they walk you out with security. They escort you out the door for oh, for security reasons because of intellectual oh, yeah, property sure. on, on on in personal the company. Experience, Sorry, personal experience. <laughs> yeah, personal experience. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay, well, thanks. That's that's a great rundown. A uh, little background of of your experience and and where you came from and where you are today and stuff like that. And uh, like I said, I mean, it's going to sound like a plug and I'm going to be honest. I'm not going to lie to you folks. Yeah. If, and and it's me giving you advice. If you are in the Southern Ontario area and your car is out of a warranty or close to being out of warranty, uh, go see this guy. I mean, it's worth the drive, call him up first and make an appointment and stuff like that, and then go see him. It'll be worth it. Uh, I was going to say, what I was going to say, this isn't a plug, but I guess it is a plug. So, I mean, it is what it is. Uh, yeah. He's not paying me. I'm not paying him. We're just, uh, you know, friends, not even close friends. We're just friends. We've met, what, we've probably met like three or four times? Yeah. Sarah? I, mean, I yeah. couldn't even, I can yeah. even afford to pay you. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I couldn't afford to pay you either, dude. <laughs> Vice versa. And while, the, car, while, the, sorry. the car doesn't even have to be under warranty to get the service done, right? The service and the maintenance we recommend once a year. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And uh, the car doesn't have to be under warranty. You don't have to take it to, to Tesla to get a service. True. So like a lot of the cars that come are newer cars anyways that are still under warranty, right? They still get their service done. They get yeah. like, like I said, yeah. they get the info they need. I fix a couple of the service center screw ups on, you know, that they won't, they don't want to take the car back and they think that there's other issues and problems. So, yeah, you know, no, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you corrected me there. That's absolutely right. It doesn't have to be out of warranty. It's it's, it's stuff that you would be paying for anyways, warranty or no warranty, right? It's, it's uh, a regular. As, as we're talking, folks, and as we, we're going to start the questions right now, because like I said, we got to get to the questions. There's so many. I, I want to do my best to get to everyone's questions. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna keep this layout. If you guys are watching at home on YouTube, you can see on the right hand side of your screen just a little little collaboration or, or a little collage of pictures that uh, uh, we've gathered in the last little while. Of uh, uh, the, this is 
his actual shop. And these are some customers that have actually been there that have actually posted pictures on Facebook and Twitter and stuff like that already, just in the last little while. So we're just going to let the picture scroll and you can get a look at and see his, his you got a good size shop there, man. Okay. You can, you can hold a, a good number of cars, obviously just a one hoist, but you can hold a good number of cars. <laughs> you know, it's funny because, uh, like I said, I built this for, for a hobby for me cause I'm like our guy, right? So it's a thousand square foot shop, one hoist. Wow. And and if I realized that this was going to be like a thing, I should have built it bigger. But I guess because of the also because of the laws out here, it can only build a uh, thousand square foot or less. Right. OK. So, OK. So you have multiple locations or are you already franchising out? Yes. <laughs> well, you, you, you're going to hear a funny story. Like, I sorry. I know you guys want to go into the questions. Um, no, you're good. Go for it. The East, you're good. The East End. There's no way this is going to be under an hour. So you're good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no way it's going to be under an hour. Though. I'll be here till midnight. I might have to take a break to pour another drink, but whatever. That's that's okay. that's fine. <laughs> but uh, I know the people are uh, yearning on the east end of Toronto that I come there and open up on the east end. So, you know, you never know, right? Like, once this thing, if it becomes a thing in the new year and it takes off, then I'll definitely already, you know, have another technician, Tesla technician. I won't mention any names, but um, ex Tesla technician as well. That uh wants to uh like expand what i'm doing here so oh, okay. to, and and we will do it on the east side for sure 100 percent. we're i'm gonna we'll, we'll market the coin the west side where i am and then we'll do the east side if he comes back and we decide we're gonna yeah do it for sure that's awesome for okay sure. we'll hey, rob mentioned something about a brake pin that broke apart he said oh, to ask you yeah yeah the brake pins like uh they seize up in the carriers on the model threes they're terrible. Like they're, they're horrible. So yeah, you have to punch these pins through. And then when they're seized in there, they just, they bend and you got to cut them out. Right. So you got to cut these pins out and then you got to drive them out with a punch. And it, this and, is and, another reason why you got to get a yearly service, right? Yeah. And that was only two years old with 40,000 kilometers, 45,000 kilometers. I'm scared to know what mine looks like. <laughs> I got to come see you soon, buddy. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't think you've ever, I don't think you've ever done yours either. Like I know I haven't done yours. No, no, I, I'm ashamed to say, but I will honestly admit, yeah, no, I figured I didn't need to because, you know, I figured you don't need to oh, have yeah, a brake job, yeah. but a brake job and a brake service are two different things. And I've learned yeah, that. You never do brakes on the, on the Tesla. That's the yeah. thing, right? If you service them all the time, you'll never, you know, you'll go 200,000 with no brakes. Yeah. Without replacing them, right? So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, when we're going. Thing. Sorry, Sorry go, ahead. go ahead. No, you're good. I, I just said the the thing is you just got to come in once a year and get it done right yeah and it'll last forever. So uh, kind of ties in with our first question: How do you see mobile service evolving over time as Tesla slowly adds service centers across Canada? I love this guy. He, well, now Thank mobile you, service will still be a thing. It's not as far as I would guess or predict. Mobile service is going to be around for a long, long time. I don't think it's going anywhere. So uh, as service centers pop up, like um, usually what they, they try to do is when the, the calls come in or the complaints come in, they try to divert what goes to mobile and what would stay at the service center. So that's how it gets divided. The call goes in, uh, like someone from the service center will have a look at it and say, listen, okay, this is mobile capable. And then they flip it over to the mobile team. Then the mobile team dispatches uh, what they have to do is like go behind the scenes, look at the virtual uh problem with the car and then you know stage apart 
prepare it, and then um, the advisor would get a hold of the, the client and then schedule a date, and then the technician will go out there and service the car if it's mobile capable, right? Not everything's mobile capable. Yeah, true. Yeah. Okay. And thanks for that. that I'm not going to thank you for every single answer you gave me. <laughs> so let's just <laughs> that answer. Thank you so yeah. much. Yeah. All right. We'll be here all night. Um, we got a question from Jason. Um, he wants to know, does uh, Tesla service know about the parts changes before the general public does? Like, for example, the heat pump, did, does the mobile guys like yourselves, do you guys get advance notice that the threes are turning over to a heat pump and get training on it, obviously? Yeah, yeah. Like, we'll have, uh, like, the new system when the Ys came out with the, uh, the, you know, like, the new heat pump system. So we'll we'll see things happening behind the scenes, and if there's uh, trending issues Right, that happened before uh, before it, it'll be a thing with the clients, right? Yeah, that's good. I mean, that makes sense, right? They, you guys got to got to be fully trained for when yes, the, yes, when like we'll know, up. we'll know, and we'll do training for like prior, like let you know, like before I left, we were doing Model Y training, right? So, um, and it was really good when COVID hit because then we could actually take the time to do the training because when we're on the road. You know, like, you know, I, I was, you know, everywhere, like GTA, and, you know, Northern Ontario, I serviced Saskatchewan, I was like all over the place. So, you know, when COVID hit and things slowed down and the Model Y was starting to, you know, become a, a launching thing, then we had a lot of training to do. So, yep. was, uh, yeah, we had a lot of uh, good training during that time because we actually could take the time, right? Oh, yeah. do, you, uh, do you recommend rough proofing, rough proofing a Tesla? um like in certain spots yes like there's steel on the cars like like on the model three if we're talking model three let's talk model three because it's my fave um like uh you know you have like uh metal control arms steel control arms right uh you got some spots underneath the the frunk where there's ground connections and stuff that you you know you can spray uh you know some anti-corrosion um you know lubricant on there so there are spots to do it like but the whole like the whole floor pan mm -hmm. like a regular car obviously it's not it's all battery so you do not need to do that right that would just make a mess of the car and then i will hate you because <laughs> i was gonna say the the, I will, the tech I will, guys <laughs> i will hate you and i will not allow your car in my shop i'll tell you that right now um <laughs> we're gonna go like rapid fire with these questions if you don't mind yeah yeah okay uh, how serious do you, the service centers and or Tesla take surveys after uh, service? So, like, the surveys you fill out, how serious? Yeah, they, they do. They take them very seriously, and they monitor them. And, and then uh, if there's any issues, they're going to get a, like, the manager will get a hold of you, and they'll say, hey, listen, you know, what happened here? What what happened there? Because they have to get back to the client, too, right? On a bad survey, obviously, right? The good survey, forget it. You're never going to. But if someone drops a bad a bomb on you, right then yeah you're gonna get a call for your manager and then you have to explain yourself right so they do take it very seriously and it's a it's a metric that we follow very or sorry that they follow very closely just uh, I, don't, I don't follow my metric because i know my surveys are all 100 percent. so <laughs> just like a follow-up question for myself just curiosity do the service centers have a budget in terms of how much they can repair Mm, I like I didn't spend much time at the service centers, so I don't know. There was a point where goodwill, you know, or goodwill, yep. right, was a thing. But now, like they're scaling everything, they're scaling everything down. Like even 
when we were out on the in the field and we were doing like um uh okay let's take for instance uh we do cabin filters on a model three and it's a hundred dollars and then the cabin evap cleaning they want another hundred dollars and you know uh you know the good nature you know person who says well how can i spray foam in guy's box and charge him a hundred dollars right like this is not a thing so mm -hmm. i would like, take it off the bill or goodwill it and then you get a phone call going like why are you goodwilling this why didn't you charge them and i'm gonna, like i cannot bring myself to charge another reason why i leave is like i left is like I, I can't bring myself to do that to people it's just not it's not humane how would you like it if i sprayed foam in your box like give me a hundred dollars like come on yeah it's just Maybe. not yeah, it's, it's against my morals. Then that's, that's the reason why I merged out of there. It's like, you know, no, you're going into a dealership and I don't like it. Right. Yeah. Anyway, next question. Can anyone do wheel alignment? Can anyone do a wheel alignment? No, you got to have a machine for doing a wheel alignment. So pay $50,000, get yourself a wheel alignment machine. And then you can. And then you can. <laughs> why is there wind noise? So, so wait, so hold on. To answer that question, I guess technically, yes, anyone can. <laughs> yeah, if they want it. Where are you going to put it? Though? If they got the money in the space. Does yes. everyone have room for an alignment machine at their house? Well, I don't know. Exactly. Well, you know what? <laughs> hey, let's talk about back in the day. Back in the day, you can take a tape measure. And you can measure, and you can do like a toe adjustment with a tape measure. Yeah. What's it accurate? Tesla, don't do yeah. it with the Tesla people. Take Please. it to some place where yes. you can align your car. Right. Uh, someone wants to know where you're located and shop phone number. Uh, we'll have that in the description after Dax. Maybe. Yes. No. Yep. Yep. We will. Sure. Okay. It's in um, Intercape, Ontario, in a place far, far, far away. Okay. Uh, why is there wind noise coming from the driver window side? Went to service center, adjusted the window, but the noise is still there. Which car do you have? What do you have? Model S, X, Y, oh, three. Oh, I forgot to ask him that. Darn. No, oh, you guys suck. I know. I forgot to ask that 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 clarifying question. <laughs> I'll answer that question for you. Roll up your window. All right. I think. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Sorry, sorry. I can tell you. Uh, let me go to the master question. Okay, that had to be a um, three. It, because well, it came from yeah, it came from Facebook, so it had to be a three, possibly a Y, but probably a three. Okay, a model three with windows on the driver's side, driver's window. Mm -hmm. Okay, Robert. ask them to drive it, and when, if they dip the window down just a teeny, teeny, tiny bit, does the wind noise change, or does it still stay there? They need to locate where exactly the wind noise is coming from. If it's coming from the lower part where the mirror is, or is it coming from the upper part where their ear would be? Okay, if it's coming from the upper part where their ear is, okay. There is uh, a seal that's outside on the B pillar where the camera is. See if that seal is pushed in too far or it's out of place. If so, you can put it back in place. If it's coming further down below, then maybe they just didn't adjust the the, the glass proper, right? You can adjust the you can adjust the regulator and you can adjust the glass. So there's two adjustments you can make inside the door on the regulator or on the glass. But if it's a seal coming from the outside by your ear. It could be the top corner of the B-pillar camera has a seal in there, and that seal could be whacked out of place. Okay. That, that question is from, from Max. So there you go, Max. <laughs> Max Sorry, I'm just reading out the names here as I'm asking. If you, if you can, if you don't, like, we're going to try to get – we we, some, some questions we have names attached to, so we'll try to credit the question to that person. But if we can't and we don't, oh, we apologize. Okay. So Liz keeps getting a message that the left door camera is blocked. It comes and goes. Model 3, all-wheel drive, just one month old. Okay, so usually uh, Model 3 cam, uh, the front camera in the fender, the repeater, which would be the, the one in the fender, okay? It's called the repeater, right? 
So it could be dirty. If it comes and goes, there could be a loose connection at the camera. Um, it could be the cable that runs from the camera to the computer. So there's a couple of different things in there. Just make sure the camera is clean. It says it's blocked. The alert comes up. It's blocked. Or I can't see. What's the alert say again? Uh, it said, sorry. It said the camera is blocked. Blocked, yeah. So dirt. Uh, debris. Check the camera closely. Make sure there's no debris. Uh, obviously, if it rains. Uh, yeah, condensation. Yeah, condensation, rain. Yeah, Tony said that in the chat. I mean, it can even be bright sun, unfortunately. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you can be backing out of your your garage, and uh, the lighting can change, and it will block the camera. Uh, is there a way to rearrange the order of different driver profiles on the screen? I want an easy entry at the bottom, but can't seem to figure out how to do that. That's from, a good. That was a good question. Uh, Imad? Hopefully I didn't butcher his name. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, so the easy entry. Yeah, can you so driver profiles? Can you rearrange the way driver profiles are? Oh, has it, has it set? Has it set? How, how, how they fall in display? Yeah, yeah, no, you just gotta like you erase them and then redo it and put the first one on top. So yeah, the just a pro tip for anyone out there who wants to do that with uh, map favorites. Uh, write all down all the favorites down that you want to have, sort them out, and then add them accordingly. Yeah, exactly. and and, and also for the radio stations, if you are going to be brave enough to use FM, because the FM sucks in the car. But if you do, <laughs> and then when you write them down, add them in reverse order. So and, then they'll and, go left to right, not right to left. And the Model 3 is when your FM doesn't work and it just keeps on going scrolly, 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 scrolly on the FM. You need an FM tuner. Um, Wait a minute. Didn't didn't my $70,000 car come with one? No, the FM tuner is defective. It's defective. Oh, it's in the okay, seat okay, pillar. It's, it's in the really? seat okay. pillar on the, on the passenger side seat pillar. Um, FM tuner is very common. Adding something to my end of warranty list. Go okay. ahead. Uh, in the chat, why do I keep getting a warning for driving visualization unavailable when all cameras are clean? Uh, probably software. I'm sorry, what was that question again? So they're asking why do they keep getting a warning for driving visualization unavailable? Yes. I, I'm sure, yeah. We can answer that one, but I'll, I'll, I'll let our, ma our go, man... Go ahead. Go ahead and answer it. I'll correct you if you're wrong. They're, they're more than likely probably dirty. Or no, they said the cameras are clean. Oh, okay. Misaligned then? Yeah, I, I'm not here to answer the question. Like what, uh... Okay, hold on. If he keeps getting it, have you... Um, Jason, because you're in the chat, it's a little easier. If you have, you, do you... have you ever got visualization? You might need to recalibrate your cameras, is what I'm thinking. Yeah. Go ahead, I'm expert. Thinking, I'm thinking, yeah, you draft is just drive it and then let it recalibrate. Yeah. And the beauty uh, is now they allow us to recalibrate the cameras ourselves now, right? Yeah, there's an option under uh, settings. Yeah, somewhere there. Um, is there any way to change the sensitivity on sentry mode? I wake up with 406 notifications. Uh, not that I'm aware of. No. Me neither. Uh, that makes two of us. Dax, you want to weigh in on this one? Dax no. is writing down notes for himself. Change no, no, I'm losing. I'm losing track of where we are. Sorry, there's so many <laughs> questions coming in. <laughs> yeah, hold on. I'm just trying to keep the chat, oh, yeah. and we have another list. I, and... I don't know how you're doing it, Franklin. Uh, change, Thanks for bring all the keep keep all the questions coming. <laughs> <laughs> change <laughs> any auto dimming rear view mirrors and Model Threes for not dimming all the mirrors. Like, have you done any of those changes? The auto dimming mirror. Yeah. For that problem, no, I've never done for that problem. Okay. Um, sensors in the rear mirror. I had a guy, it wasn't a question, but while we're on a topic of auto dimming, I had a guy in my model Y group 
couple days ago wondering why the Model Y uh, uh, mirror, the auto dimming mirror is a lot darker than his Model 3. And I'm like, okay, well, do you have your Model 3 tinted? Because the Y comes factory tinted. He goes, yeah, it's, it's actually tinted darker, but I can see out of the 3 better than I can see out of the Y. So I said, I don't know, maybe maybe it's def maybe the auto dimming is too dark and it's defective and it doesn't lighten up itself. Um, but maybe the expert can can answer that. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't not have an answer to that yeah. one. Yeah. Okay, so Coomer asked, are we able to purchase hardware three and install it ourselves? Yes. Well, no, <laughs> no you can't because <laughs> you can't purchase or you can't install it. You can't install it. Well, you can install it, but. Good luck. There, well, you're, well, I you're, think you're gonna break. You're gonna break your car because you don't have the software to to, to top into. Sarah, would they even sell that to a customer? Hardware three update? No, the hard. Yeah, the hardware. If you walk, yeah, in, you can buy the hardware. And you can you buy say, a computer, but you can't put it in your car yourself. Yeah. Okay. Well, so you oh, okay, you can physically put it in your car yourself, but in, in the passenger seat, you have to download the car, like. You you got to know what you're doing. Yeah, you have to change the profile and you got to download and no. Just as a side question, now that we're on the discussion of doing service work ourselves here, um, what's the cable that connects from the driver's side to the computer? The cable that connects from the driver's side to the computer? Yeah. What do you mean, like the connection, like the uh, like for us to tap into the car? Correct. The yeah. Yeah. So it's like uh, it's like. Tesla's version of like an OBD cable, right? Yeah, how do I get one of those? <laughs> we'll talk offline. <laughs> Any I, thoughts I, on if it's possible to replace the center console uh, with the updated parts, uh, like the new refresh of the Model 3? Tesla, um, thanks for watching. I haven't seen the new refresh uh, uh, console, but I would think you'd be able to change it. I, I like don't quote me on that, but like, um, because I think everything else in the inside of the car is the same. So really, I think there's not very many bolts. There's like six bolts that hold that whole center console down in the Model Three, six or eight. Okay. Not very many. Okay. But there's do, a lot of stuff underneath there, is there not? Ah, who cares? Do the it. do the new USB C ports fast charge? Um, I'd imagine yes, because it's C. Compared, standard. Yeah, it's the newest updated, updated uh, yeah. charge. Uh, I was told if you get your windshield tinted, it messes up the sensors. Oh my god, don't tint your windshield. That's illegal anyways. Yes. It depends on where you live and what you want to do with your car. Well, like, I mean, you could do a sunstrip on the top. Right? What if it's a getaway That's... vehicle? <laughs> but yeah, don't do it to block your cameras, no. Like, do okay. it if you want, but don't block your cameras. Yeah, it. if right? you... I know someone that did it, Okay, I know someone did it, and, <laughs> and it doesn't screw up your cameras if you get the lightest tint. And it's not even a tint; it's almost just a film. But it's got it's made of the um, uh, ceramic uh, properties. Yeah. So the, it, the it, it, it slide it up. You have to slide it up in between the camera housing and the and the window, right? The glass. Oh wait a minute. Yeah, I guess it wouldn't because no, if, if a regular installer, no, good good point. The regular installer would just would just cut around more than likely. They wouldn't go in between the glass. You yeah exactly. You cut around the camera and yeah, yeah. you can put yeah, a sunshade fine. like tint on the top, right? Yeah, true, true. But just cut around the camera is the best way to do it, right? Okay, uh, Heather wants to know. She has a ticking noise coming out of the fan at high. 
It sounds like a cart attached to spokes. Yeah, uh, Heather, uh, you have probably a leaf in your airbox, and it's catching, and the fan is whipping it around. Now, is it a Model 3? Are we talking Model 3? S or S? What are we uh, it, it's either 3 or a Y because it's from the Facebook group. So it's, I'm, I'm high, high likely that it's a 3. 3. Okay, so yeah. Um, again, when that fan blows, uh, obviously a little bit of debris has come through there, made its way through. Probably removing cabin filters and maybe trying to vacuum it out or remove the cabin filters, turn the blower on, and maybe it'll shoot out where the cabin filters are supposed to uh, be in place to pick it up. Or it's in the sitting in the uh, air intake under the frunk and sitting against the cage and just whipping around inside there. So I know a good guy who can actually look into that for you. It would be me, this guy. I, I think, I, yeah, you, you hit the nail on the head. It's something in our box. All jokes aside, <laughs> just something you should consider. Um, depending on what the person needs for service, you can do, like, live video chats where you can, like, guide people through for simple problems. Again? I've done that already with people who have problems with the mobile service team that came out to fix their car. <laughs> no, no, but I mean, like, like I, for, I, like, I for your business. Tesla. Like, I don't even work for Tesla. And I'm, he goes, like, the mobile service guy came, and my battery alert is still on. And then, so I, I FaceTime him, I walk him through how to fix the fault because the stupid Tesla mobile technician making us all look bad, didn't fix it. So, and then he messaged me the next day and he goes like, oh, now my sensor's pushed in and I have a sensor alert. So I got to call him anyways. I'm like, well, the guy probably leaned on your bumper and pushed the sensor in too at the same time. I won't mention any names. I know who the technician is, but <laughs> I'm just not like that. <laughs> hey, it's, like, it's like in any industry, right? There's good people and bad people. It's an awesome service that Tesla does to make it mobile. You like it right. that. Yeah, but yeah, you, it could go, you get the good uh, and the bad, right? I have stories for you. Okay. Uh, can you respond to the burning question? I don't know who this is from. I think it might be from Heather as well. I'm not exactly sure. Uh, this is a burning question. Uh, premium connectivity. Is there a cutoff date and why? Oh, I think yeah. That's I think that depends on where you live because they had different um, advertisements, different regulations, and different rules and different uh, things based off location. Yeah. And this question might have came before this whole premium connectivity things happened, weird so things happened in the last few days. Basically, it did happen. Yeah, a bunch of weird things that happened with premium connectivity. Like, there was a... They rolled out some people and not the others, maybe. Yeah, they changed the date from uh, the old date to December uh, of 2019. Uh, because of how they advertise it in Canada, it's it being free, so they had to roll the uh, free premium connectivity for anyone who bought up until that date. Is uh, that basically. why? Is yeah. that why they turned it back on? Yeah, correct. And this so, came officially from Tesla. Uh, so basically, they had a they have like a pending lawsuit because someone bought it. Uh, they Tesla advertised it incorrectly, and now they have to basically honor from anyone in Canada from it's December twenty nineteen. Don't don't quote me, uh, but it should be something like that. Um, so the burning question is done. Uh, we have any more in the chat? Nope. Okay. Uh, Tanya says I lose hey. LP. Uh, it doesn't come back on its own without doing a reboot. What's wrong here, and how can it be rectified? Well, again, Model Three S X. Three. three, three, yeah. These are three. all threes. And the LTE drops, and then you mm -hmm. reboot to come back. So there's an LTE board, right? That could be glitchy. Um, so you know, you might be able to get a new LTE board. Uh, it could be even SIM card related, right? Same, yeah. Um, 
I went up to, where was it? Uh, I flew to the Sioux and I changed all their uh, SIM cards out from, from uh, I think Rogers AT&T to TELUS, right? So I changed all their SIM cards because the same thing, right? Connectivity was dropping and I think it had to do with being close to the border, right? Where it was interfering with like AT&T, Rogers connections. And oh, really? I put uh, TELUS cards in a whole bunch of them up there so maybe it's uh maybe you need a new connectivity board and then get a maybe try a new sim card a different sim card get off the rogers at and and try the telus card no i thought it was i didn't that's interesting i didn't know there was telus also i thought it was just all rogers good to know um i don't know i said nothing what are things to look for in a used tesla before buying one to avoid lemons uh well really just you know try to get smell for the lemon uh, try to get your car facts, right? See what it's like. Obviously, get it inspected, right? I actually got to do one Friday. A guy's going to buy a Model S and he's going to bring it down here for an inspection before he purchases it. So it's always good to have someone who knows the car yep. to look at the car and give you their opinion on it, right? Like, obviously, we can't predict the future about battery range, degradation, you know, degradation and drive unit, all those kind of things we can't predict, but um definitely worth uh spending the money to have have it inspected before you buy right now if if you were still with tesla uh is there something or somewhere at the actual service center that customers or potential customers new buyers could take this used car to get the battery tested to see what uh state of health is no i i think they only let that the the previous owner do that Right, oh. like the previous owner would say, "Hey, listen, you know, I'm really concerned about my battery degradation, my range. Yeah, right. Can you tell me where I'm at with this? And they can look, they can do a battery health check and see if it, and they they'll only tell you if it's normal or if it falls in within the specs. Right? They're not gonna say like, oh, I, you know, I don't think they'll. <laughs> I highly doubt they're gonna tell you like, oh no, you're like five percent under the normal." Yeah, uh, and then because people are gonna freak out and they're gonna say, "Oh yeah, my god, five percent on the normal." They do that the now anyway. Oh, with yeah. no Tesla telling them. Yeah, you know how it is, Cyril, with the Facebook group. People just losing their mind this time of year when the temperature starts dropping, and yes. people are losing their mind as the rain starts going down. Anyways, while while we're on the battery topic, I was gonna save this question for the end. So Franklin, it's the very bottom of the list, but maybe we should we should touch on it right now while while it's fresh, fresh in our heads. Uh, do you have any simple tips or tricks or advice uh, that you can give uh, people on how to keep and maintain their battery in the healthiest way? Well, it's basically what you know Tesla like practices like with the charging, right? Like limit supercharging as much as you can. Home charge is best. Keep it under eighty percent uh you know when you're charging and running it like daily weekly uh obviously trips just go full out right use the superchargers that's what it's there for um you know and then you know you can run your battery down to you know 20 percent 10 percent um and then from time to time you can bring it down lower right like now the winter time's coming really you know what you're probably gonna run it down it's gonna go automatically whether you want it or not <laughs> on right. the discussion of battery john has a question he said he sees a lot of youtube tesla drivers run the batteries down to zero to see how many miles they can drive on a charge 
Is that considered battery abuse to void warranty? No, it wouldn't be battery use to avoid your warranty, no. But they no. know. They'll know. Trust me. They know everything. Man. Yeah. And, and they're, they're going to know how, how you, you know, you know, you're driving and your tips and your, you know, your trips and what you've done and whether you're speeding or wearing your seatbelt or any of that stuff. They know I, it all. I, I said this to somebody in one of the chats um, a couple of weeks ago when the whole topic of that, um, that, interior camera came up and i said listen if if you're one to have any concern about privacy and not wanting tesla to know anything about you you've got you the, the wrong car yeah um so tires is it okay to put a 94h load index rated winter tire on a standard range plus what <laughs> yeah 94 sure. yeah it's not gonna hurt anything can we buy USB center console ports and swap them? Can we buy what? USB like USB console ports and swap them out the with the A slipper seat? there. The back seat ones? On I the back seat ones, yeah. Hmm. I've never done it. You gotta see the connections, right? I gotta, you know, I'd have to see the like the the connections that go into the into into those. I haven't really looked at that. Happened again. Hold on, you guys keep talking. It's 10 o'clock okay. in my house. Uh, what are the top issues that you've seen uh, that can be avoided and how? What are the top issues I've seen? Yeah. That can be avoided and how? The top issues that I've seen. No, the top issues with the car, you know, there's nothing really you can avoid. Like all the, the main common things. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, other than like, I, I say this brake service thing is pretty big because I, I've seen the repercussions of if, if you don't do it. So, you know, that's something that, yes, you can, it's a big thing. I've seen it. I've lived it, breathed it. And you can avoid doing that if you do it once a year on the brake service. Those pins will seize up in there. and They'll break it. The other things are out of your control, like common things like the control arm squeaking, uh, the charge ports freezing, uh, the signature um uh, stripe on your headlights uh charge port doors magnets falling off uh the dirt that goes in the back right all these that's all me. things <laughs> you cannot avoid no you can't the only thing is just try to keep your maintenance up and have someone who knows the car to look over the car and hopefully they can instruct you before your warranty's out to try to like i talked to a guy he he did a uh inspection with me uh two weeks ago took it in for the warranty today they replaced his control arm. They replaced his taillight. A couple of things that I pointed out to them. So I saved him like over 500, 600 bucks. Easy, right? Wow. So it makes a big difference when you're running out of warranty, what to look for and and hopefully what you can get covered. Like not everything's, they're not going to cover any everything and anything. Um, there were some control arm bushings that were, you know, starting to crack and separate. Not a big safety issue or concern, but one of those things that you know down the road, you're going to have to fix it, right? Because it's on its way up, uh, they wouldn't touch it. They wouldn't fix it for him. So, and I understand that, right? There's there's only certain things you could do, and certain things they can't do, right? Like, I mean, they got, you know, to make money, they got a I, metrics to follow. I know who you're talking about there too. Biggest, <laughs> most important question of the night for you. What's that? Did you biggest, most important question of the night for you? Did yes. you drive a Model S, or yes. did you get one of the minivans? <laughs> do I look like a minivan person to you? No, I no. I'm going to tell you, I went to California for the weekend to build those mobile cars. 
right? So they flew me out on Friday. I built those mobile cars, flew back. I built them all here in Canada. So all those mobile cars with all the toolkits in them and the partitions, I built them. Yes, I saw his car. His car is awesome. You did even some custom work on yours too, right? And then I got a new car because I went through like four cars, right? Like I just racked the miles on them and I gave it to the new guy, right? So I had the, <laughs> I had the, then, then I configured my last car the way I wanted to configure it, not the way they told us to configure it. So again, that's me, you know, going against the grain, so going against the grain. Yep. And I configured the car the way I work wanted to work out of it because like it's my pickup truck, right? I call it my pickup truck. So it's uh, I configured it the way I wanted to to do my job easy, quick, efficient, right? All those things that Tesla wants out of you, like to be a factory worker, but be actually on the road, right? Do yeah. uh, Model Three owners have to do bumper cleaning ever so often? The it's the um, the Model Three rear uh, um, skid plate, like the rear one that attaches to the bumper cover should be at least looked at like and and obviously i look at them when they come in for service everyone asks me about them so i will tell you and i will show you yeah you don't need it or you do need it simple as that either you ever service sorry you ever serviced an original roadster no well okay. I've, I've been around them i've been around them but i've never okay well yeah i mean i might have helped the guy but i never really would take you know take credit for for servicing the original roadster but i've been around a lot of them yeah can we reduce phantom braking by any autopilot related settings such as follow distance, no uh, collision avoidance, no. etc.? No. I think no. It's all baked into software. No. It's all software, and it still exists. Uh, yeah, I know. Regardless, no, no, you're not going to fix phantom braking. Uh, no. No, I don't uh, care who you are. Well, no, because Elon yeah. mentioned. Hey, hey, bite your tongue. Come tomorrow, some people will fix it with the rewrite. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, because there's so many variables around what happens when phantom braking is. You cannot control. You can't control Mother Nature. Phantom braking is Mother Nature telling you, drive your damn car. <laughs> that's, all, that's all Mother Nature. Mother Nature saying, hey, use your accelerator. Use your brake. Put your hands on the damn steering wheel and drive your car. Do you want to... You want to I, answer a question about bump cleaning? Um, no, no, no. I, I I saw that one and he meant bumper. Okay, I got a question. I know what he meant. Like yeah. he, wants, he wants to know how much how much it costs for you to clean his bumper. Oh, that one, that part. <laughs> <laughs> Do I have to install a bidet or are we we good? Right? <laughs> <laughs> I think just for your sense of humor, I'm coming to see you. Well, that's um, the kind of service I want on my car, right? Yeah, yeah. We'll put no. a bidet in your seat. <laughs> in in the threes with that problem with the with the bumper catching all the dirt what would you charge for that probably 65 bucks whoa you gotta go to this guy man where, um, where else are you gonna get that done for 65 bucks and you have to help hold the skid plate so it doesn't yeah. break anything and you gotta take the dirt with you oh <laughs> no no i have the dirt here i gotta spread it around i got some holes to fill in my driveway but yeah I, the, the last guy i had him uh, like i had him do it i said listen he was one of those clients who uh, like to get involved in what's going on so i said okay you're going to take your belly pan down, right? I'm going to show you how to do it. We're going to work together and we're going to take it. Well, and then I said, but you got to go and get the hose and wash it out and clean it, right? Because that's dirty work. I don't want to do the dirty work. I just want to do the clean work, right? So so I helped him. We took it down and put it uh, put it on the driveway, washed all the dirt and the gravel out, maybe five to 10 pounds. So yeah, a lot builds up in there for sure. But you know, only do it if you need. If you don't need to do it, we don't need to do it. Simple as that. Keep your, money. A, keep your money. 
I have a 2018 long-range rear-wheel drive Model 3 with 60,000 mileage. All four brake pads have sign of corrosion. Uh, brake pads defective. Is that normal? Is it covered covered under warranty? Size of corrosion. What are they? What are uh, they was corroded. Worse sort of the pads on the front rotor? streaks on rotor. Yeah, normal. Uh, rotors getting messed up and streaking and uh, scoring and really rust. Pitting. Rust. I, I guess there's probably never garage. This car's probably outside all the time. Uh, mm. Exposed to a lot of moisture, you know, condensation, uh, sitting, right? Yep. Um, but again, all that stuff, man, you need to get those brakes serviced, man. You need to get them in. You, you know, you're just going to. You're just gonna end up paying more money if you don't do it once a year. When I when I go in there and, and the pins bend and the pins break, it's gonna cost you more money. It's as simple as that. You need a pin kit. You know, give me another twenty five bucks, another fifty bucks worth of labor to do it. If you do it once a year on a consistent basis, you, you won't ever have that problem, right? And brakes are. Last time I checked, and I'm no expert here, guys, but last time I checked, brakes are pretty important. So <laughs> well, I know we don't use them a lot on our cars. Regen, so they don't. Need I know, brakes, right? but. But Regen is not going to stop you in an emergency situation. <laughs> Why doesn't my car unlock sometimes with my phone? I have to pull up my phone out and lock it. Sometimes that doesn't work. Are you uh, asking your own personal questions, Franklin? Yeah. No, that's from the, from your list. Of, no, no. In, well, read, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Read the whole question. It says, sometimes it doesn't work on an Android. It does not say that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> so uh, the... Um, go ahead. If you want to answer, yeah, so it's what, what you're going to have to do is sometimes it's a, an interference thing, right? Like I've had that happen lots of times too. interference, radio frequencies, right? Um, you can also try to buy a new phone, phone buy a new iPhone, right? No, I thought he meant buy a new iPhone because your old iPhone is crap. That's <laughs> where I thought he was going with that. Oh, okay, right. You, no, are, no, you no. an Apple shareholder by chance? Trying to like pump their stocks here. Buy new iPhones, everyone. Please go and buy a new one. <laughs> or buy me one. Buy, hang on, buy a poor brown guy a new one. That's what you need to do. I'll be waiting for it to come in the mail. Um, okay. So yeah, just wipe out the phone. Just delete the phone. From the car, delete the car from the phone, and and re-enter everything. Okay, yeah, that's um, just, it, it. Still happens from time to time. Like yeah, yeah, you get an interference. Like interference happens. I don't know. I've never experienced it on my Android. Uh, besides, oh, from, next question from besides Tessica from the reset, is it okay to do a hard reboot? And how often should you do it? Thanks. Uh, I was told once a month. So to reboot your car. Yeah, power off. Like, full power off. Full power off. Are you yeah. connecting the, the high voltage loop at the back of the car? No, <laughs> just the on screen, just on screen power off. Yeah. I'm not that. I'm not that uh, serious okay. about. <laughs> well, I guess you can do it. Sure. Is it okay? A I don't know. I never well, thought it was. That's a what it, that's what a tech told me. So. Well, who told you that? I was gonna say that. I think that's a myth because correct me if I'm wrong. While we're on this topic of soft reboot and hard reboot, what is a soft reboot? What is a hard reboot? I didn't even know what okay. you guys thought. Okay, okay, so. Soft reboot is a scroll wheel, right? That's what yes. they call a soft reboot. From, yep. It's actually, it's really strange because if you read the, uh, it's in, it's actually in the manual. It actually refers to it as, um, like, they both, obviously, they both reset different things, right? So yeah. people tend to think that the steering wheel is a soft, uh, if you power off from the screen as a hard, uh, is the general consensus. But does that actually exist? That's what I heard. I, I'd like to know what Cyril says because I heard it was a myth. Because according to the manual, that's what it is too. But 
still people still disagree and some people agree i don't know nah, i mean there's yeah everyone's opinion varies right so no I, yeah, I remember- if you just grow real reset it's only gonna like reboot certain things right I mean, yeah. even like when the car goes to sleep, right? It's just like it's a different thing. Um, there's that I find works the best. <laughs> there's yeah, let the car go to sleep, let it wake up, and then it wakes up refreshed, and things yeah. are gonna work now. Like yeah, it didn't work before. It went to sleep. Are gonna go to sleep, and then it's gonna work again, right? Well, there was that autopilot bug that they had um, on one yeah. of the software updates where you had to turn off sentry mode and let the car do a full sleep cycle sleep before yeah. Yeah. autopilot before, came back. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So that's the thing. There's uh US like there's e fuses in the car, like computers. So like these e fuses are they reset. So they have to reset like over after a sleep cycle, sleep. right? So a sleep cycle will reset the e fuse, right? So um like when your USBs go, like let's say you, you had a stick and the, the stick was corrupt and it didn't work and the USB wasn't working, um then the car needs to go to sleep for like 20, 24 hours, right? And then the car gets a full sleep. And then next thing you know, you wake up, it was like, oh, my USB ports are working now, right? <laughs> That's because whatever happened, it blew the e-fuse. And then the e-fuse had to reset itself after a sleep cycle. Yeah, I learned that the hard way with the e-fuses just back in the tail end of the end of the summer. I plugged in this, <laughs> I plugged in this um, uh, air pump that had no business plugging into <laughs> to the uh, the car yeah. and it blew the fuses and I thought it would just come on. Like it would just reset itself after like 10 minutes mm-hmm. and it didn't, it didn't. And I did some research online and I heard yeah, it had to go, had to go into a deep sleep and the next day it worked fine. Mm-hmm. That's the uh, beauty. Have you had any virtual training on the semi? No, nothing on the semi. Uh, do you know any plans for service for those? This is a question. Yeah. It was on YouTube for a plan it's- for service. Yeah. No, because we don't even see them in Canada yet, right? Okay. Uh, any effective solution to reduce road and wind noise? Well, yeah. keep your windows up. Yeah, keep the windows up for one. Put earplugs in the ears. Turn the radio off. Yeah. Turn the radio off. <laughs> the only times I've gotten that answer on, in no. my in my Model Three group. <laughs> yeah, cross Turn like yeah, crosswinds are going to happen. You can't avoid it. So if you have wind noise that's intermittent and you're driving out in the country. You're coming to see me and you have a wind noise. Like, yeah, crosswinds are big. There's nothing you can do about that. Um, yeah, that, and, that, and that's pretty, yeah, it's pretty loud on the Model 3. Like, when you get a crosswind on a 3, it's it's really loud and noticeable. But if you just go, like, normal driving down a normal highway, normal street, you won't hear it, right? Um, so is there anything you can do about it? No. It's Any suggestions for aftermarket pads for better stopping? Um, you can go with ceramic um pads might be a little bit better but i don't know if you're really going to feel the difference it depends on your driving habits right your braking habits mountain pass performance i think makes a beef beefier uh braking system with bigger pads and bigger calipers and everything like that i think even bigger discs i got a question uh by glenn merkley he says how long should i expect my 12 volt battery to last in his uh 18 model 3 long range all-wheel drive it's got about seventy-seven thousand kilometers on it 18 uh, 2018 so life 12 volt battery life expectancy is anywhere for three to five years okay so yeah you can see them go as early as three years and you know if you do really well you can go five uh again driving and the 12 volt supporting the car just like uh like a normal ice car would um so just uh 
don't just like try not to tie any accessories like directly to the 12 volt battery that can cause any kind of draw and your battery can go yeah anywhere easy three to five but when we see people with uh, attaching like accessories to it and there's a bit of a draw it'll go it'll go quicker obviously right you mean like physically attaching yeah, it? physically attaching oh, like wow, to your cool. positive to your positive mm. cable on your battery right that's ballsy. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Mike Sharp followed up that question with how much uh, to replace if you did need to replace I, it. I think the Model 3 batteries are a couple hundred bucks. It's not bad. 250 maybe. Wow. Yeah. And, that, and that's through Tesla to install it or that's just... I think I think so, yeah. yeah. I think through okay. Tesla is about 250 mm -hmm. Um Model S batteries are like 350 and then the X's, but the, the 3s are a little bit cheaper. Okay, and then Glenn, Glenn, going back to Glenn Merkley, he had a follow-up question, or a, a separate question, a second one, saying, uh, uh, why does the fan in my Model 3 keep running for quite some time after I, I get out of the car? They, they use that for the stank-ass, smelly feet smell that you get when you don't replace your cabin filters. <laughs> it's uh, Tesla's fix to stinky feet, right? Like when it smells like wet gym socks and yeah like the condense to air the condenser right yes. so the air that condenses in the air box sits there and gets the funky smell and so they're gonna run that fan a little bit longer to try to uh if there's any moisture and stuff in the air box that hasn't got you know pushed out of the drain tube uh creates the smell right so they run the fan a little bit longer to try to cure that problem uh a lot of the time uh it's a good indication now go in Replace those cabin filters and do the evap cleaning when you when you start uh, noticing that smell. But that's the reason why that fan runs. Okay, because uh, David Belleville asked another question related to that. He's basically wanting to know why his, his car's fan was running on a cool fall day after it's being parked for over an hour. He comes out and it's still running. Yeah. He he thought he thought maybe it was a, a software bug that needed to be fixed. That that could still be pertaining to the whole uh, condenser. Oh. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Now, it is not the condenser evap. The evap, e evap. evaporator core. Okay. Does that is that the same fan that would be uh, cooling down the car itself, the the battery pack yeah. itself, or is that a separate? No, that like if yeah, there's a couple fans, right? There's the the engine. Well, sorry, not there's the fan in the front of the car for the condenser, yeah. and then there's a fan for the interior for the evaporator. So which fan are you talking about? I would assume they're talking about the evaporator fan, the interior fan runs the exterior fan runs too to cool right as well so if it's hot out right the fan's gonna run to regulate the pack yes exactly to regulate the pack so that's normal 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 yeah so they might be talking about the sorry the exterior fan okay okay i got i got a question that's gonna blow everyone's mind um you mind if i take this from franklin from mike, yeah, go mike ahead. Sharp? okay mike sharp again he he was a awesome participant with questions um tonight he says does tesla offer a placement battery for the model 3 he has a model 3 dual motor with two hundred ninety-three thousand kilometers on it I, I spoke to this guy afterwards after he sent me this email and i i got some information on it it's like amazing how much how much driving this guy does the car is less than two years old and uh so far zero problems and zero maintenance uh he's a uh, He's had his brakes cleaned and lubricated. Uh, he's cleaned out the leaves and the road salt out of the front cooling radiator and stuff like that. He supercharges every day, seven days a week, and sometimes twice a day during the winter. That's how much driving he does. Uh, when 
he's fully charged now. His maximum range is 468 kilometers. Remember, it's a long range. Uh, the car still like it's still like new, and he loves it still. But he just wants to know. Well, he's hoping to get it to a million miles. But he wants to know if, in the event that he needs a new battery pack, can he get one through Tesla? Yeah. Well, they offer anyone else, right? So yes. is he, he's worried about the degradation of the battery, right? Well, I, I think he, I think he, like, like I said, I spoke to him afterwards. There's some follow-up emails. Uh, other than his main question was, will Tesla offer or does Tesla offer a replacement battery for it? Uh, but he, he's quite content and he loves it and he understands with all the supercharging and all the mileage he's done in in a short period of time, he understands while his why his um. Degradation is uh, yeah, like yeah. the way it is, and, and his mileage is, which is refreshing to hear because so many people would be losing their mind. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Yes, right? this, guy's, this guy is smart. He's, yeah. He knows better, right? So he knows what he's been doing and you know what's been happening to the battery that he's been told not to do, but he's he's continued to do it. So he's living with the repercussions of his actions, right? From so, the supercharging, yeah. Yeah, which is fine. Like, he knows he's, he's good to go. Just keep. Keep going, yeah. If you didn't want a replacement battery, Tesla will sell you one. Why wouldn't it? The amount he's driven, though, he's already saved so much. If you were to do something comparable, so even yeah. with what he's done to his battery, it's still worth it, probably. Absolutely. If you mathematically calculate yeah. it, yeah, yeah. so true. Hundred percent, he's he's done really well. So uh, he also said he did a coolant check uh, with Phoenix System coolant test strip results showed coolant still at one hundred percent after two hundred ninety three thousand kilometers. Coolant level and reservoir was. Down about one and a half inches from the full line. Is this something I should fill up or leave it to Tesla? No, just top it up. Top, top it up. Glycol, right? Yep. Yeah. Just top it up. You can top uh, it up the battery, just fill the water right now. Uh, it seems that the 12 volt battery is an issue in hot climates like southern uh, Arizona. Uh, is Tesla working on a battery that solves this issue? I go through a battery every year. Uh, and how long should I expect my 12 volt battery to last on a uh, 2018 Model 3 long range all wheel drive. I think that's the same question we asked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We mentioned Was it? So, like, yeah. yeah, battery life expectancy three to five years, right? Yeah, yeah sorry, my bad. No, no, no. I just, no, I put it in there. I just realized it's the same question from um, from Glenn. He lives in Arizona, I guess. But wow. But yeah, like, I, I can't see you going through a battery a year in Arizona, <laughs> like a 12 volt battery every year. That's not right. That's not a thing, man. You got, you got to check, make sure there's, there's no other accessories attached onto that battery, causing some kind of draw for it to, to die in a year. I yeah, bet right. you the other person in Arizona with a Model 3 has not replaced their battery every year. It's got to be. Uh, hey, we're going to do this like kind of like Jeopardy. I'm going to give you two categories. You pick the category, okay? <laughs> Are we getting bored, Franklin? <laughs> <laughs> Software or service? Da, da, da. Uh, you should have given me. I would have had the sound effect if you given me software that. or service. <laughs> what, what would you like? Service. Service. All right. Uh, Tesla is a fast-growing company, and as a result, customer service will likely keep on suffering. The electric yes. car experience is daunting for a first-time buyer. It would be helpful to have some more details on what to expect pre-delivery as well as ownership. Do you agree or disagree? I guess. <laughs> 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 Well, so, okay, hold on. What's your thoughts on, let's break this question down. Okay. What's yeah. your thoughts on service? Do you think it's improved or getting worse. worse as the company's grown? Tesla's grown a lot. Worse. Way worse. worse. 
way worse. I would still be with him if it wasn't as bad as it is, man. It's terrible. People know this, though. People know this. Yeah, it, it's it's, it's not, not common secret. knowledge. I'm not the first one to, to say this, and I'm not going to say it just to plug myself. I really couldn't care less. Come here or don't come here. Go to the search center or come here. But you're going to get a different experience. The experience with Tesla, same as their delivery. So you remember the horrible delivery experiences everyone in this ad still has, still continues to have, right? Services going down that road. Dax, put your hand down, okay? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's getting it's getting worse, 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 way worse. Yeah. It, it's sad. sad. So, it, do you it, have it, any helpful suggestion for someone who's about to get a car in terms of service? Go to you. All right. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Other than that, I think I think I know what, what Franklin's saying. Like, yeah. like. Is it something that people should just pack their patience or or just sort of understand that that's the way it's going now and, and not expect the Mercedes or BMW uh, red carpet treatment? Well, you know, they're, they're, they're trying to turn a profit all, all the time, right? So they're trying to minimize costs. Costs, right? So they're trying to minimize the, the what's going back for warranty. They're trying to squeeze every dollar out of your pocket because now, right, it becomes – the only way for an automotive business to sustain itself is service after sales service. Right. But they're just, they're so they're bad at it. I'm sorry. I hate to say it, but they're yeah. not, they're not super fantastic at it. I'll tell you that. Right. Like I know I get the feedback all the time. And when I worked on the road, I got the same feedback. Obviously I couldn't say anything about it. Right. I'm just saying, well, I'm sorry. Let's see what I can do to try to change that experience and do the best that I can to try to flip that customer right to make them feel mm -hmm. better about the experience that they're going to have rather than go to the service center you got the mobile guy here hopefully i can help you out i'll do what i can right try to minimize the damage now i don't care damage away it's only gonna make me look better right <laughs> so would you recommend being a service tech because that's kind of like one of the next questions oh yeah what would i recommend being a service tech yeah for tesla yeah <laughs> i think i put in the chat you could pay me a million dollars an hour and I will not go back and work for Tesla. Hey, I'm just trying to cover all the questions here, okay? Yeah, yeah no, no, Steve, that was a question from Steve S. Yeah, he he was wondering, like, he went, he had a long email, a very, very good email, just saying that he's in that field, the automotive field, and he's thinking of switching over to Tesla. He's in a, in another another company right now, and he's thinking because he's he likes the tech side of it, and he knows Tesla has the tech stuff of that, and it's lured him over there, and he wants to get involved, and he's just wondering, is it some, is it, worth his while to jump ship well is it to fix the cars is it the repair side of it well he wants to get into he wants to i, I think i sent did i not i, I sent you that that's the one that yes now it, from my understanding it was more of an engineering side of it and he yeah well he to, wants to get in his he wants to get his foot in the door right so he wanted to get a foot in the door and he talked about sales right so yeah. uh, and then try to get referral and then try to get referrals i remember the question now so basically the idea is yes try to get in try to get your foot in the door with the company overachieve, prove yourself, stand out, right? Yeah. You know, basically all the things that I did, like you said, like I built my own name. I did that. I did all those things, right? I did all the right things to push me up on top of and to another level of service, right? You know what I mean? Yep. Mm -hmm. No one else is going to do it better than me. I don't care. I'm not patting myself on the back. But um, if you get in, you need to overachieve. You need to stand out. You need to, to, to go places and do things that other people won't go and do, right? Like I did. Like I worked for the supercharging team. I worked in the minus forty. I I traveled from uh, from uh, from Thunder Bay to through Manitoba to Saskatchewan, working with the supercharging team in minus forty to try to uh, help the, the supercharging team 
get all those units uh, across the Trans Canada done by uh, the end of the year. So you know what? You got to be that person to stand out. And then your after manager has to recognize that and then has to refer you uh, forward, like to move somewhere else or to move into a different position. Yep. If your manager doesn't like you or get along with you, they're not going to promote you. You're not going to go anywhere. Like any other company, right? You got to make a name for yourself. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, when did Tesla start using their own cars for mobile service? And do all techs get to work with a Tesla? Um, not all of us. Not, not all well, they all, the all get to work with a Tesla because they're showing off somewhere to work on one, right? <laughs> but so, not in a Tesla. Yeah. Not like we all didn't have, like not all of us had Teslas. I was one of the original four. So yes, I built the Teslas. I was the groundbreaking Ontario uh, four that started in Ontario. So yeah, I had a Tesla. Uh, we had a couple of vans, so um, you know, are we gonna get? Are they gonna get cyber trucks? No, probably not. They'll still run the S's. They tried to build a Model X. They tried to build a Model X for uh, for a mobile unit and put yeah. AC machines in it, but it's just too expensive to do that. So Was it? they just stick with used S's, outfit them with tools, give it to the technician, train them, hit the road, jet. Yeah. Right. Okay. Try to do, try to do your job right. Right. So one of the questions I have listed, um, I don't know if Dax wants me to ask me or not. Is this, am I going to ask this one, Dax? Uh, I think I'll ask for 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 you. I'll take over from here. Okay. <laughs> for this question, at least. Um, okay. So that's you did the mobile side of it, right? Right. Now, if someone was to go into the uh, service center and because they needed to go in and mobile wasn't a, an option for them for yes. whatever reason, um, and they got a loaner. I know they're getting more scarce now, but if they were to get a loaner. And that loaner happened to be um, locked with um, chill mode on. How would you unlock that, per se, if, hypothetically speaking? How would you unlock the chill yeah, mode? Could, yeah, could you turn it some way to hack it or turn it off, chill mode, to get the whole raw 100? <laughs> well, before they never used to, like, when you had a loaner card, it had all the modes. All the all the time. So yeah, I don't yeah. know what they've done. I don't know what they've done now. That's just you get a loaner and you get chill mode, and that's it, right? You can't you, you can't do anything to. Unlock. Yeah, what, what's the code? Basically, is what we're asking. <laughs> yeah, what's the code? <laughs> no, uh, and when you say we're asking, I think uh, someone. You know what? I, <laughs> I'm thinking. He, here's my theory on that, and I could be wrong. Could it be like age specific? Because let's not let's not kid ourselves frankly this is your question you're asking because okay, every so time you got one you've got a you've got chill mode on no I've they have three loaners and i've never had chill mode on so they have it in the service um they updated their actual manuals so they said that uh they have to include chill mode on all loaners because people are abusing it before yeah yeah people under the age of 30 <laughs> last, when i brought in my car for my fsd upgrade they gave me one without it, uh, without it locked. So it was like fully unlocked. It had ludicrous and everything. It was a lot of fun that day. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, they can monitor that car anyways, right? So it doesn't really matter what what the what mode they give you in the car, right? They can still monitor the car right through the mobile app. So really, what does it really matter whether you have chill? You know, ludicrous, ludicrous, or insane, or insane plus. Well, well, like Tony says in the chat, it's a terrible way to upsell a car because that's well, it isn't one of the main reasons to give out these cars. And they're used to give out P100Ds and stuff and like that. Why. Yeah, that's, that's why you got well, that car unlocked. So the people would, 
oh, wow, this car is great. Like, I, I think I'm going to, you know, get rid of my, you know, standard, uh, you know, car and upgrade mine to Ludacris, right? Exactly. And it, it does work because the day, I, like, the day I had my P85D uh, for the day to use, I came home that night and I started looking at the, uh, the upgrade yeah. price for my 3 day P85D. I was like, oh, this is cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't like the interior because I feel like it has to, it's still out of date. So mm -hmm. As soon as they upgrade the interior, I'll probably be more interested in an S. Uh, yeah. But it does work because I was like, hmm. No, you're sold. Yeah, you're sold. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's the car, you want P85Ds, yeah. Yeah. Great car. Next question. Sorry? You want to go next question? Oh, um, what's up? Here's another question. What's up with the lift pucks? Does Tesla not use them, right? Uh, Third-party tire shops consider them required, but sometimes Tesla service centers don't use them. Yeah, the service center, they have different, uh, depends on which one you go to. They have different lifts as well, right? Like I know Mississauga has different lifts uh, that Oakville doesn't have. So um, we, I mean, yeah, you don't really need lift pucks. Like can it, service center, if you set your hoist up right, you don't need the lift pucks. I was just going to say, could it yeah. be that that Tesla service is so familiar with where the the pressure point is, where they know exact point where they need to lift it? That well, the, the car they, has the points on it. Yeah, yeah, the little holes. All the cars have the points on, on it. Yeah. So put your put your feet of your hoist under under the lift where it's supposed to be, and you're fine. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's all you got to do. It's just jack it up at the jack points. There's jack points on the car. You don't need a puck for the people at home. Yeah. Who want to jack their car up, definitely buy the jack pucks or you don't even need to buy the jack pucks. Get a hockey puck from your house. Right. That's, that's uh, what I use. I use hockey pucks. pucks. To be yeah. honest with you in my, in my shop, I have four hockey pucks and, uh, but I have also the feet at the right height, um, for the regular hoist, right? The little short, there's long extensions, short extensions. And I use the short extensions with my, uh, with the pads. And they go, they go right under, right? Yeah. And some, yeah, I got to take the pad off and then put a, a block of wood in a, in a hockey puck, but just put it in the right spot. You're good. Yeah. No and if people at home, get a hockey puck, put it under your jack, and just make sure you don't damage anything. Right? Yeah. Use your Speak, common sense. Speaking of those pucks, and, and you got the front and the, the rear jack points, yeah. uh, is there, if you want to lift up one whole side to do one side tire change at a time, yep. is it the front? Or the back you would put it on? I put it on the back. I do okay. it on the back, right? Because okay. that's where the most the weight the weight is. Are. Okay. At the okay. back. So you jack it up at the back and don't leave it on there too long, man. Just do it to change your tires. You don't leave it on there half a day. <laughs> yeah, like don't don't leave it on there. Like when I, you know, when I was out in a mobile and we were doing things and stuff like that, I would do like the same with like a brake service, right? I jack the one side of the car up, do the brake service on the one side and then let her down, right? Yeah. So the sooner the better. It's not a great practice. It's possible to do, right? It's easy to do, but it's not a great practice to do. So, gotcha. If you, if you can, jack it, you know, use jack stands proper, and then that's the proper way to do it for sure. Okay, so you don't want to keep your car up there all day, both the long <laughs> no, 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 don't ever do it. Just do it for like, you know, five minutes, 10 minutes. Swap your tire. If you're doing your swap it yourself or your winter change over yourself or your driveway, just loosen the loosen all the nuts first. Jack the one side up from the back, swap the wheels out, put it back, right? It's like I said, it's not a great practice. I don't practice doing it. I don't recommend people do it. You know, it's not the safe way to do it, right? Because what if the jack comes down and stuff like that? So you're supposed to jack things up. Safety, right? Safety's first, right? I don't want the people at home 
thinking that it's okay to do it. It's not. It is doable, but it's not. You got to be safe about it for sure. I've seen yeah. some ho horror stories of people Amen. Lift, like, lifting them up. I'm going to tell you, like an apprentice back in the day at a dealership, uh, jacked up a car, uh, went underneath it to work uh, on that car, and he passed away. That was the last car he worked on. The jack came down, crushed him, right? So it, it happens. And this was a young kid. He, he apprenticed at the same shop I apprenticed, and then he worked. He went to work for the dealership across the street, and that's where it happened. Jacked up a car, went underneath to do something, whatever it was, who knows, and the, the jack let go, right? The, the hydraulics and jack let go, and he was under the car, passed away, just like that. So people be safe. It's not highly recommended. You know, it's doable, but it's not recommended by any means. Put a stand under the car and be safe, right? Uh, <laughs> can software be rolled back in cars? Um, some Sometimes in some situations it can. It just depends on the situation. So, okay. like, engineering has to get involved in California to do it. But, um, yeah, it depends on the situation. Really? So I didn't know. How does it work from your perspective? So do you have the ability to send – obviously, you can send new – like, can you send new software updates to the car or you have to contact someone no, else? No, like when I work for Tesla, I can send it from, from my laptop. I can send updates to the car, right? Could you decide the version I get? No. Engineering decides the version. You could either uh, – some people, like, you could talk to it. Like, like let's say I had a problem with the car and uh, I was doing a FSD, right? And uh, I'd have to go through certain uh, softwares to get to the newest one, right? So the computer has, uh, let's say, 2020-42 or whatever, and and then I needed 2020-46. And then I can just get a hold of engineering and say, okay, pump this one, send this one to the car, right? To update it, so. And then okay. like I said, in certain, in certain things, you can, you can maybe go back one version, right? Okay, so out of all the people I've talked to, uh, as far as I'm aware, early access does not exist in Canada, right? Yeah, it does. We don't get no like. Okay, sorry. When it when I say it doesn't exist, it doesn't exist in the sense that we actually get early access software because of regulation, right? Is that no, correct? Well, some people get early access, but I guess it just depends, right? Like I I know someone, Franklin. I can answer. I I know someone that lives nearby here that has early access early access yeah he's on the access program and i i can't say who he is obviously and and he doesn't want to lose it but yeah it's yeah there's a there's a couple of people that have the early he, access. i know i know a couple of people too. yeah he knows he had smart summon while it was still in beta testing i mean it still is beta but you know what i mean <laughs> before any before any of us got all the yeah. time yeah right Okay, so it does exist in Canada. Okay, cool. It does, yes. Where where um, we are in our questions here? Why why won't they give track mode to all wheel drive long range? Man, I don't think you can answer that, right? That's their yeah. decision. Yeah. Um, why does autopilot desire to always be in the middle of the lane? Again, it's just software learning over time. Like, yeah, uh, autopilot put you in the middle of the lane. Uh, autopilot's the desire to always be in the middle of the lane. Yeah, so that could be. Um, Is it supposed know, to be? It could be a calibration camera or radar issue, right? Could uh, be the radar. Could be the radar. Uh, like I know sometimes even uh, I wouldn't say uh, alignment plays a big thing, but or it could be the computer itself, right? 
I did you get that. any training on the seven seat Y, even though it's not in production? No, I uh, when COVID hit, I was supposed to go to California uh, March fifteenth for two weeks to work in the factory on the Y, and then COVID hit. So, yeah, that I got bummed out of that. Uh, trip. That sucks. Yeah. Yeah, whatever it is, it is. I know where you were going with that question, Franklin. You're brilliant. <laughs> you're trying to get you're trying to get an inside scoop of the the seven seat or third row. <laughs> no, no, it's, I'm just keeping up with all the comments here, Dex. Oh, these are questions you're asking? And, yeah. Okay, sorry, 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 sorry. I thought, thought that was your own question. Okay, no, while, no, no. while you look at that, I'll ask the next one here in our list. Um where are we? Uh, da, da, da. Okay. Uh, two years into ownership with a Model S, what are some items, control arms, et cetera, type of thing uh, that should be monitored and routinely checked to avoid any disastrous uh, later on? Yeah. Control arms, man, they're bad. They're bad on the S. They're so, bad on the three, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But at least they're made out of metal, right? Like I see, well, the upper ones in on the three anyways, but the lower ones on the like uh, I've seen fatigue, like uh, the aluminum arms break, like the control arms separate around the bushing. Oh my God. It's so horrible. what, what is it in, in your expert opinion? Is, is it an inferior part supplier or is it the weight of the car? Inferior part supplier, I would say. Like you think they the get weight, that over the weight, over the weight of the car. Like I think the engineers would be smart enough, right? To over engineer uh, it. Yeah. To, to like beef up and over-engineer something that they know is going to be so heavy with so much weight, you know, and so much twisting and torquing force, uh, you know, on the, on the car that they would build it a little bit beefier. But I've seen the metal fatigue, right? Like not metal, I've seen the aluminum fatigue and just corrode and, and separate from the bushing, right? Front and rear of an S, right? So yeah, man, wow. it's, it's not pretty. It's not pretty. It's like, oh my God, people, what the hell are you thinking? And you right? know, but I'm, I'm I'm an engineer's hero, right? So I can fix it. You can fix it. That's a good. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna. Here, let me change the bottom third. Ask the next question. I'm gonna put him as are engineered you, uh, hero. Are you currently doing aftermarket part installs, auto trunk, uh, power trunk? Uh, I'm not doing power trunk on the Model Threes. I just I do the autos. Yeah, I have the shocks and stuff in stock for the autos. Okay. The auto pop ups. Yeah, you don't really need the power if you have the auto one. Yeah. You know what? Don't try not to please. You know what I mean? The wires are so thin. They're so tiny on the Model 3, man. Like, if you want to cut and splice into those things, uh, you know, yeah, it's doable. Hey, we can all do them. I did it to a guy's uh, for his wiring for his for his uh, trailer hitch, but damn, damn, the wires are so thin. It's like Mine a couple, has strands, a couple oh. strands of my hair. That's how thin the whole wire is. Like, wow. Can uh, you imagine that? I'm bald. Right. <laughs> how do you leave it jacked up for a long period of time how do you leave what the car jacked up for a long period of time how do you leave the car jacked up for a long yeah. period of time you don't put you jack stands that. put four jack stands up oh, the jack points. oh yes okay i see what you mean right or put it up on like, like on a hoist with the locks on it so it doesn't like st overnight. storing it or something or doing some work on it for a long period yeah can you do eco hitch installs on the model y eco hitch installs on the model y Never done one, so I would, I would, I would assume if a company makes it, like Kurt or whatever, make a uh, trailer hitch for a Y, you can install it for sure. Um, why does basic autopilot no longer maintain speed with lane changes? Is this something from a new update, or do you think my car has an issue? Model three, uh, pretty much autopilot software. I'll 
Do you want me to take a, answer this one? I'll try. Uh, Autopilot software does updates, and it's going to change as you get updates, and you're going to keep learning. So even if it worked in one location really well, it might mess up in other places. So an example, the speed sign reading, uh, it does read at 25 at some places, even though it reads perfectly at others. And it's just software over time that's uh, progressively going to get better or worse in some cases. You yeah, sometimes it is like slow changing lanes while the sensors are all trying to read and map out everything. So uh, I think they're saying like the speed does slow down, right? As they change lanes, it doesn't like keep the same speed. Is that what they're saying? Uh, it says no longer maintain speed with lane changes. Yeah, 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 exactly. So it's slowing down as it's making a lane change, right? Because all those sensors and cameras are reading. Oh, yeah, that's true, yeah. While you're merging, it's reading, it's picking up everything around it to make sure it's safe to keep, keep your merge to the lane, right? Yeah. And it will pick up speed, yeah. I mean, that's that's how the car works. It's normal. The way uh, I think. But it will get better over time, but... Yeah. Three-year-old Model X, MCU1, do you recommend upgrade around the time warranty expires or just wait for the inevitable failure? Well, the failure, they're not going to warranty it if it doesn't fail, right? So they're not, you know, if you don't have a black screen of death, as I call it, <laughs> black screen of death, they ain't going to fix it, right? They're just going to sell you, they'll, they'll sell you, I'm sure, before the warranty's up, they'll sell you the upgrade. And you could pay maybe five grand, I don't know how, how much it costs, but yeah, they're not going to, if it still works, even no matter how many complaints you have about it, they all know that you want to upgrade it anyways. Like, they're not dumb. Okay, so this next one is actually something I uh, jotted down um, for myself or forever. Yeah. Uh, Elon Musk made a comment about autopilot in the winter for, uh, like, cold climates or snowy climates. Mm -hmm. And he said to apply a hydrophobic coating to the radar uh, located just below the nose of the car, and it should help. Easy to do yourself or Tesla service can do it. Uh we're working on vision-only driving. Uh, what's your thoughts? Um, this was basically stemmed off the idea that uh, snow, fog, mist, and all that sort of stuff clogs cameras. Yeah. And it doesn't work as well in uh, winter climates as it does uh, right. in other climates. Yes. True. So, I mean, yeah, exactly. That's the nature of the beast, right? Like, uh, shit's going to build up on your cameras, right? Like, uh, snow is going to, like, heavy, heavy snow when you're, blowing down the, the highway is going to build up on the front bumper cover and, and block your radar. Maybe. Yep. Unless you can find some kind of, like I said, coating that will have the snow fall off of it or whatever. Not stick. Yeah. yeah Non-stick. Right. I don't know. Do you think it'll actually work though as well as he says? Cause he says that's all that's needed to fix the whole entire problem for winter climates with autopilot. Yeah. I, I think he, when he said that in that tweet, I think he, had no idea what he was. He's from California. First of all, he's from South Africa, where I yes. am. Like, yes. We're both from South Africa, and then we both moved to Canada. I'm still in Canada. He's in the States. So, really, same flight? Does, what's that? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> does he? Does he? Does he really? Uh, no, because look at the Model Three when it came out. How how, how many frozen issues did we have with Model Threes when they first came out? Man, they did not do a proper winter testing of this car. As far as I'm concerned, I don't know, man, like charge parts freezing, you're stuck, you can't get your cable out, you know, your cable won't lock in and won't charge. Come on. Like, did you really think about this? Not well enough. If you yeah, did, no, I know. I did I, not I, think about it like thoroughly. That's for darn sure. So will this coding work? I don't know, man. No, I doubt it. Like I said, mother nature, same with the, we were talking about mother nature with the, with the whole phantom breaking thing. 
Mother Nature, man, is going to do its thing, right? You cannot. You're not going to predict her. She's a cat of her own. So, no, there's nothing you could, that I know of you could spray or coat to cover. Uh, when the snow and the freeze and the ice and everything hits and builds up on the front bumper cover, man, nothing's going to get that off. See, that's what that's what I thought too. But I mean, hey, maybe you guys have some magical unicorn solution at the service centers. I have to go get on my car. <laughs> yeah, I can spray Pam on it. How's that sound? They won't stick. Uh, one question here by Mahinder. He was saying ceramic coating or PPF. Now, Cyril, if you want to weigh in and, and, and mention uh, your opinion on that, feel free. All I'll say is stay tuned in a short little while, folks. I'm going to have a detailing a PPF expert on the show to answer all your PPF ceramic coating tinting questions all to do with like aftermarket stuff. He, someone's coming on the show very shortly to, to answer that kind of stuff. But if you want to take a stab at it, what your opinion is, Cyril, my opinion, yeah. uh, I like the, the PPF. I like the, the coating, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Not the, not the ceramic coating. I like like PPF. I like the film, right? Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, that's, that's my, my if choice. I retrofit the noisemaker or pedestrian warning system in the Model Y, will I get the dreaded message about a legal modification? You'll be arrested. Cops will come to your house and arrest you. Yeah, the Tesla police will come and get you. Okay. No, they're, they're, they're all, the cars are geolocated, right? The cops know. The cops have a copy of it. Yeah, the, the, the cops are in touch with Tesla 24-7. No, yeah. unplug the damn thing. It's your car, man. Do what you want. your car. Do what yeah. you want. Yeah, you, you hit a pedestrian. That's up to you. That's <laughs> you, you yeah. yeah, you'll have to sleep that night. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, sorry. Why sorry, right. to add aftermarket speaker harnessed to the Model 3 standard range plus? Oh man, people like like I've heard they just love that retrofit. Like people want that to do that retrofit for the hand show one. Yeah, the kit. Yeah. So I don't know. Like I had a I had a client get it done on the weekend. So yep, he said, Jeff. yeah, it, it's great. It worked. It went well. And I'm like, okay, good for you. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. You know what I think it is? I think and and I'm not in the in that boat, so I don't know. But I think people with SRs, they feel cheated, they feel robbed, that they know that it's in the car and Tesla has purposely defeated it or not hooked it up physically. I think that's what it is. And I I guess if I was in that boat, I might uh, feel cheated too, but. Yeah, but now you know, they gotta pay money. Yeah, exactly. Like a little extra. I don't know what hand like, show charges for, yeah. but yeah. Yeah, you don't have a, you don't have a, you know, you don't have a sub there, you don't have an amp, right? So you're just putting in a harness and a, and a little uh, control control unit. So yeah, apparently the newer version of the Handshow one uh, addresses the fact that it doesn't have a sub and does something with the yeah. control unit. To, yes. I, yeah. yeah, it has a little control unit, I think, in a harness. So I know, I know the guy talked. To, I don't know if that was that that company. I don't like a whole bunch of. Was it, was it Jeff? It was yeah, Jeff. Jeff, yeah, was Jeff here. was the Handshow. Jeff yeah. was here. He was the. Um, yeah, he was the guinea pig for it, right? So <laughs> was the guinea pig. <laughs> so so it's, a, it's okay. He called me and said, "Hey, it's great." And then uh, yeah. he talked to the guy. The guy obviously wants me to, you know, to promote his stuff, right? So I'm like, oh, "Well, yeah." He yeah. wanted me. Jeff wanted me to come down, or not wanted me. He, he offered. He's like, "Hey, if you if you're not busy on Saturday yeah. or past, he goes, come down and you can uh, do a video of, of the install." I, I was unfortunately busy. I couldn't make it, but um, I was yeah. interested how how the install went. Yeah, but it's always said it went well. It went uh, went good. Cool. I probably could have done it in half the time, but 
Yeah, <laughs> that's the only here nor there. But uh, yeah, the guy's uh, gonna get the guy's Jason asked us a few times. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, has there ever been a case of service accidentally installing standard range plus software on a long range real real drive? If that's even possible. So I'm guessing his car has the wrong software on it. Yeah, sometimes it, it'll roll out to 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 the wrong car. It happens. Yeah. yeah okay. You get a software update that didn't belong to your car. Well, I remember. And then the problems happen, but it does happen. And then they have to go back. And that's where we're talking about going back uh, software version, right? Okay, yeah. Sometimes something gets rolled out to a guy and it's, you know, it's corrupted things or it doesn't work or the car behaves differently. Then they roll it back, right? Then they send a version back to the car. Mm -hmm. Well, I remember um, Mark Benton, a guy on, on Twitter and YouTube, he had bought an SR plus one of the many <laughs> Teslas that he, or Model 3s that he, he bought and sold. And uh, when he first got it, actually, sorry, he bought an, a, an SR. He didn't buy the Plus. But when he first got it, for the longest time, it had all the Plus features, and it was just all mm -hmm. software. Like, and yeah, they, had, yeah, yeah. they didn't they didn't turn it off. And he, of course, he's smart, right? Like any one of us, you don't have to complain. You're not gonna bring it to their attention. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, sometimes they'll just they'll take it like it'll be gone, right? The yeah. next day. You wake up, you go to your car, it's gone. Yeah, exactly. It's so that happens. It happened to me. It happened to me on my Model last for crying out loud. And I'm like calling the engineer. I'm like, put this back in my freaking car, man. You know, I, you know where I drive all the time, right? Like, <laughs> give me my shit back. Uh, Ed Jones has a question here. Uh, if you don't have a garage, does it cause a problem in inclement weather uh, for the mobile techs? Like when they come, you know, sometimes you get that email when they're telling you to, yes. the guy's coming, have yep. a... Yep. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it happens all the time. Trust me. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, I know. I lived it for three years. So, yes, you need to supply a washroom, uh, like access to a washroom and shelter for the mobile technician. Some kind oh, of shelter. Oh, when you say shelter, this, is that shelter to work on the car or shelter in case it rains for you? <laughs> shelter to work on the car. So you right? can't go to like a McDonald's because you have a washroom there. You can go inside. Yeah, meet, meet the guy at McDonald's. Say, hey, I'm going to have my appointment at blah, 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 blah. And I'm in the McDonald's parking lot. I'm line. curious <laughs> how that stipulation works now with COVID. Oh, my gosh. So, I mean, like I've taken cars to underground parking. Like I'm saying, like, I can't do this here in the rain. Like, you yeah. have the door open. Is there any underground working? Like. People who want to go over and above to help the customer will make those smart decisions and do it. Other people might not. I can't say this for who's out there in the field now. Not my monkey, not my circus, right? Yeah. So whoever gets the technician, obviously, I would hope they're going to try to do their best, right? And accommodate the client. The client. Usually, we're going to do, we're doing quick things anyway. So hopefully... You know, it's a quick, easy fix. Sometimes it's inside the car. Who cares if it rains? You get inside, close the door, right? Um, so those are all uh, elements. But the stipulation is, yes, uh, shelter if the weather is bad. Um, access to, you know, a washroom in case the technician needs to use the washroom. Uh, so a lot of the times when we go out there, we're usually, we know, and we're usually prepared. Okay, if we're going to be there and it's cold, maybe we should try to find a place to use the washroom before I go, right? So... Yeah, a lot of the times we don't want to in, in, invade the people's houses and their privacy, so we just yeah. try to get things done as quickly as we can and move on. Like I said, on the uh, same topic, what's the craziest place you've ever had to do service? Do you have any uh, interesting the, story? The craziest place I've had to do a service, probably oh, maybe most unique. I don't know. Well, 
yeah, like I, I had to do, um, I had to do a door handle on a Model S. Oh, go figure, a Model S is a door handle? I never heard of, right? So, and I was in, uh, I had to go meet the guy. It was, I think it was in Perry Sound or Muskoka area, somewhere up north. And then it just started pouring rain. Like it was coming down like crazy. So I said, man, I got to get. So I took the car and I parked under this big tree, right? And I was trying to do the door handle on this big tree. And that wasn't working. I was still getting soaked. And then, uh, uh, then he goes, oh, there's a car wash here uh, around the corner. So I was like, it's raining. No one's going to use the car wash. So I went to the car wash <laughs> place and he fixes the door handle in the car wash station. There you go. Um, yeah. Uh, you got to think outside the box sometimes. Yeah, you have to think outside the box. That's I mean, clever. Like I, I like that. Like I said, I've, I got crazy stories. I went up to, where did I go? I flew to uh, Sault Ste. Marie and then the guy's brand new Model X that was in Thunder Bay, the window wasn't going up. So uh, uh, this was in the wintertime and obviously the car is out. So we got to have this window up. So it was in a snowstorm and I was finished it up in the Sioux. And then I had to find a flight to, uh, to Thunder Bay. And the only flight I can get was Bearskin Airlines. So this little plane. And then they said, well, we can't take like all your luggage. And I said, well, leave my clothes behind. I need my tools. Right. So I know I was only going to try to be there for like, one day so i had to take bearskin airlines over to thunder bay uh, i got to this guy's house the part was in winnipeg the part was stuck in winnipeg it couldn't make it to thunder bay and i said listen i'm leaving the next day so the day i arrived when i landed i went to his house right away i got his wife out of the out of the house and i said listen we got to try to rebuild and fix this window regulator so uh, i had the guy's wife help me try to recoil the the, the uh, regulator wire uh, back on back on and put it back in the car and so he can get the window up and then uh, i waited the next morning for the part never showed up so i just said sorry take the when the part was up at your house he was going to minnesota so i said just take the part to minnesota with you and get it fixed at the dealership when you get there but, yeah so a lot of crazy stories uh, <laughs> yeah the uh windshield of uh his tesla fogs a lot any anti-fog suggestions like fogging really okay. badly inside or the consistent outside? haze like inside yes so inside jeff maybe jeff inside fogging probably but most cars get foggy on the inside anyway so just keep cleaning your window just use like an anti try to use a you could try an anti-fog uh window cleaner on the inside right but uh it depends like uh, like on the Model S's, they should use um, the defrost in, in, like sometimes it fogs up really quick, like this time of the weather, it'll fog up the inside really fast, really quick. Use the uh, blue setting when it goes in blue, not red. Yeah. And that will clear the uh, the fog up faster on the Model S's. I don't know. I'm not sure what the threes, but I'm sure. Uh, same concept. What's the coldest outside temperature you've driven a Tesla in? Uh, well, I don't know what the windshield, but it's been minus 30 minus I was in Winnipeg and Saskatchewan a lot in the cold winter peg. Yeah. Winter peg. So probably yeah, minus 30 easy. Yeah. Um, do you have any memorable customer stories? Not that he can say on the podcast, probably. <laughs> I think, oh, <laughs> like I have a lot of memorable customer stories man so many like it like i said it's been so good it's such a big a, a good ride 
that I've had with Tesla and the, the Model 3 like clients and the XS's and X's too, but especially the Model 3. So uh, like I said, you know, I'm just hoping to continue that here at my place. And instead of me coming to you, you're going to have to come to me, but we're going to have those same memorable experiences. Every experience that you have with me should be memorable and it will be memorable. I, I guarantee it for sure. Perfect. How's the questions looking there, Franklin? Uh, we have every single one on YouTube caught up, and on the document, I think we have all of them. So Sweet. We've... Okay, perfect. Oh, uh, wait, there's one under other. You want to read that one, Dex? Success. No, no, I'm not going to read that. No, but he, he, he ended off good there. Now, one question that I've seen consistently on here, especially in the, in the live chat, well, obviously in the live chat, is people want to know how to get hold of you. Like if they want to come uh, up there, is there a phone number? If they want to get hold of me, then they have to come and grab me if they want to get a hold of me. <laughs> physically, like, you mean physically or like, you know, over the phone? No, how, how would they get, get in touch with you? How about that? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So. They want to touch you. That's what I'm they gathering. Want to con they want to contact me. Like, uh, well, you can obviously, um, we have the Facebook group, right? Yep. You're under so, the exact name there. Yep. And there I got my name. You know, contact me through there. Uh, the phone number is like my cell number. That's you, you know, want to get there. It's up to you whether you want to give that out or we can give it out after or, yeah, or we privately. Can, yeah, we can do it. We can do it out after or privately. Yeah. Right. So basically, what what I'm just doing now is just strictly through Facebook. Like I said, a website's gonna come. I'm gonna just like do baby steps, like uh, moving into the new year and see how things progress from there. Right. Like it's not like I'm servicing every brand and like I can fix anything, right? Like if it's any make and model car, right? Um, so am I Tesla exclusive? No, right now, yes. But, uh, you know, people are asking me, oh, can you do my brake service and my tire swap on my leaf? Uh, yeah, of course I could do. Well, I don't know what a leaf is, but I'm sure I can fix it. If it's got it's stuff falling from the trees. Yeah, yeah. I said, I got a ton of them in my backyard. Like how many <laughs> Can you but, do can you do anything in the battery pack? No, I, I mean he can destroy yours on, on a three. Like I can open the penthouse of a three, and you know, but I don't have the tools to do like high high, high voltage fasteners and stuff like that. I will stay away because I'm only one person too, right? One guy, so I stay yeah. away from the high voltage stuff, right? I don't blame you. Yeah, I was yeah. I was gonna say yeah, that's probably something you wanna. Yeah, I, I won't touch. I won't touch. Yeah. What do you think of EV insulation, and is it safe for the standard range plus? Like what, what do you mean the EV installation? Oh, okay. Oh, hang I, on, I, hang on. Now some guys they're talking about the battery insulation, right? There's a new some guy's got a new yep. battery insulation yep. thing. He, he's, that what he's he, talking about? Yeah. That guy's coming to my place on Thursday, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, I think I, I think I, that guy's coming out Thursday to show me this product or whatever. I don't I don't know. I've I've never read up on it. I've never really followed. Like I'd rather just have the guy. Like I don't have a lot of time, right? I'm busy, so it's just like you know what? If you want to, you know, pump a product, show me something. You gotta you gotta come out here and show me. I'm not gonna go through, you know, millions of PDF files to learn about your product and how it works and what it's all about, right? I'll do that if I like what I see. I'll follow up on it if I don't, and I don't yeah. think it's a, a good thing or it's something that I would recommend to a customer. I simply won't recommend it, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't expect you to do anything less, buddy. Yeah. I um, 
full disclosure, I, I, I know that guy and I know his product and uh, I've been out to see him and it's awesome. He knows his stuff. It's not just stuff. It's not just this guy that decided to wake up one morning and say, I'm going to wrap my battery pack with um, foam insulation and wrap my uh, uh, tubes and plumbing and stuff like that. He knows this stuff. He's got the background. He's, he's, he's got extensive background in that kind of thing. And he knows he knows physics. Let's just say that. Um, so and, let's say, well, let's say, would you? And would he'll you impress you when he comes out. Yes or no? Yes or yeah, no? Yeah, I would. Car? I would. Yeah. It the the differences that he's. I mean, I mean the number. He's just giving me numbers. Uh, I take it at full face value. Uh, he has no. I have no reason not to take him at his word. Um, I've seen the numbers. I like. I said I wouldn't. I don't have it installed in my car, but I would. I would install it. Mm -hmm. It's um you, when when he when he comes out to you uh, and he and he uh, talks to you, uh, he he he's he's a very down earth guy. He he won't try to upsell you or sell it to you. He'll just tell you the benefits and the uh, the reasons why he thinks it's beneficial. And mm -hmm. and then you you make your decision for yourself. But yeah, yeah. That's it's uh if if you want any more inf information, go to evinsulate.com. I, I I remember the website, but. Uh, I can't, I don't, I'm not the person obviously to go into detail to say what it's all about. Uh, go to the website. He'll explain. He's got videos and everything. I did a video last year with him about it. Uh, we just touched on a few things. We didn't go into in depth, but uh, it, his, his solution works. Did you see the TFL video on the faulty rear door handle? Yes, I saw that. Yeah. Okay. In a nutshell, it was a model Y. Um, TFL guys, they, they know their stuff. They know their trucks. They know their cars and stuff like that. And they had a Model Y. They had a Model X, and then they sold that. They had a Model 3, and they sold that. Uh, they, they're car guys. They're not into EVs, but they're just starting to dip their toes into the EV world. And they, they like what they see, and they're very open-minded guys. Uh, but they had this problem with the, with the Y where the back door, the handle, wouldn't open up. And they had two separate mobile service come and fix it. And every time they fixed it, it would work for a day or two or a week, and then it would go again. And then the last time was the third time, and they made a video about it, and they got trashed because everyone – they didn't know. Like, they're, they're, not, they're not EV guys, and this is all, all this tech is new to them. Mm -hmm. uh, they, they got trashed in the comments because everyone in the comments said, there is – if you lift up in the, in the cup holder in the back seat door, you lift up that little rubber liner, and there's that little emergency Man. flap. But they didn't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The emergency release. Release. The the guys from TFL they didn't know there was a there was an emergency release there. So they did a fall video. Credit to them. They did a fall video apologizing and saying yeah. But at the same time, they brought up some good points too. In an emergency, yeah. if there's kids in the back, oh, it yeah, probably yeah. should be a better way or a better system than than sure. having to fish for it and getting your little hands in there and. But I mean, but there's the reality is there's not. So deal with it, right? Yeah. But yeah. the the point is, why did two mobile technicians come out there and fix the door handle twice? Like, why would they do that? Yeah. When one, it's not even the problem. One one reply, if I remember correctly, you guys in the chat can correct me if I'm wrong. The first time I think one of the techs replaced a solenoid. Thought it was a an, an, a solenoid or an actuator or something like that. I forget what what the part was, but they replaced that. And all they were saying is like, you know what? There's so much tech on this car. They could have made it a lot more simple and just made it mechanical, a mechanical lever as opposed to having everything go through software. <laughs> Which they, they got a point, right? 
Well, they do have a ma manual uh, manual release, right? That's what they yeah. got to have, right? That's yeah. safety, right? Yeah. And they, and just they, they didn't know. But um, yeah, I watched that those those couple episodes just last week. But they, they got slammed in the comments for it. <laughs> okay. Oh, well. All the questions done? Yeah, Can we're fully okay. caught up. Okay. Uh, I'm great. I'm cutting you off and firing questions at you. Ugh. Yeah, no, guys, I have a lot of people to thank. First of all, Cyril, I gotta thank him for coming on the show. Like, like you said, you heard it, you heard it from him himself. He's a busy guy. He took the time and, and energy out of his uh, busy day to um you know help us out with all the growing pains at the beginning of the podcast and everything like that and come on the show. Thank you very much for coming on and thank you very much for taking your time to answer all these questions. This is the type of guy, like I'm not I'm not blowing sunshine up his butt or anything here but this is honestly this is the type of guy you're gonna get he's real he's down to earth he's he, he's one of those guys that what you get is what you see is what you get right um so if you're in the area and you're in in the or you're the, not in the area yeah well no i mean in the area. area i live in a village i mean no in the area like southern ontario yeah like <laughs> like even if you have to drive a couple hours because at the end of the day you're gonna save some bucks right and you're gonna learn some things right so yeah if you need any service done or any kind of inspection or anything like that, then go check him out. Uh, if you're not on Facebook and you want to get hold of him, uh, get a hold of me. I will put you guys into contact with him, and you can get me on Facebook and Twitter and, and YouTube and all stuff like that. Uh, we just don't want to put out his number right here um, on the show right now. Uh, and you're working on the website. It, once the website comes, I'll update you guys on the website. But thank you very much for answering, putting up with us and answering all our questions. Thank, thank you, you very guys. much. Thank you, frankly. Thank you, Dax, for having me. Like I said, it's uh, it's been a wild, crazy ride, and uh, um, it's going to continue to be a I, wild, crazy. I was going to say, so. I think it's just begun, buddy. It's just begun. <laughs> I think it's just begun. For, the new chapter has just begun. Yeah, I was about to say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the new chapter. It's a new beginning, right? And like I said, you know, you're same great service. Are you on Twitter by chance? I do have Twitter. Yeah, it's my name. Scroll, you. Right. Yeah, you are on Twitter. So yeah, if you guys want to reach out to him, DM him on Twitter, mm -hmm. and then. Uh, uh, but like I said, you yeah. get hold of me if 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 all else fails, and I'll uh, get you guys in contact with one another. Thanks to everyone in the chat. We had a, a record uh, yes, thank you. amount of people in the chat tonight with all your participation and all your questions and and all your opinions and everything and all your helpful. Like uh, it was it was funny to watch because I have access to the chat as as in this uh, StreamYard software. Mm -hmm. I can see when someone asks a question and we haven't gotten to it yet because we're on another question, people are chiming in and helping out by answering that question for that one particular person. And then when when he answers it, when, when the expert answers it, it, it's very similar to the same answer. So yeah, it's perfect. good to see the participation and the helpfulness from, from everyone in the, in the community. And last but not least, the person we got to thank too is Franklin because- Franklin. If I was on here, I couldn't. I yeah, I couldn't do all these, buddy. With the list of the forty plus questions we had, and everyone peppering us here with questions, which is what we wanted. We wanted people pepper us with questions, yeah. mostly, Cyril. But we wanted we wanted that kind of uh, interaction. So we're gonna do this again. If 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 you remember us in a few months when you're a big star and you don't have time <laughs> for us, like rich rebuilds and stuff like that. Actually, that was a question. Someone wanted to know what you think of rich rebuilds, and we talked about that off the air. I, yeah, I don't follow like. Yeah, like I said, you're too busy. So you're a busy, busy guy. I don't, have, I don't follow the, the, the people asking me like, do you follow this guy? Do you follow that guy? You watch this. You've seen this. You ask me a million times. You see that video. I'm like, no, yeah. no, like, yeah. Do you do you guys watch 
Do you watch any YouTubers that do Tesla-related stuff? Oh, yeah, that was a question. Yeah, no. Yeah, Dax, you want to read out the actual question that was written? I don't. No, I, I've closed it down. I don't have the questions. You anymore. know, it's funny because I always think about, like, should I do my own YouTube channel? Should I do this? Should I do that? Oh, you know, I do so many things in the shop, in the garage, and people can learn from the experiences. They know what tools to use. I can make money off this. I'm just thinking, man, nigga, you don't have time for that shit, man. You just got to get the job done. Yeah, no, so I, hear you. I I would like to like move on to that next level, but I'm just like I said, I just want to take baby steps and look after my clients and make sure that they get value for their money. I like, agree. Their I, pocket, their wallet is my wallet. The way I look at it, right? So I want to treat them right. Yeah. I appreciate that consideration. Yeah, because unfortunately, as these companies get bigger, uh, they turn into corporations and stuff like that, and and they lose that aspect of customer service, which yeah. you haven't lost, which is clearly uh, yeah, cle okay. clear to see. Yeah. And you, it doesn't sound like you will either. You're not going to get it, let it get above you. Anyways, folks, uh, this has been a record show um, in terms of time and, and a lot of things. And I know it is because my battery on my camera right over here is flashing. So <laughs> I, let me say bye before anything goes and you won't okay. be able to see me anymore, which might be a good thing. Thanks anyways for uh, listening if you've been listening and thanks for watching if you've been watching and participating. And we will see you here next week on a Tesla Talks podcast. Thanks for coming Great. in. Thanks everyone. Thanks. Take care. Thanks.